VIP Access with Aniko. Welcome to episode three of VIP Access. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for listening from wherever you are. I started this platform in 2018 with a mission to spotlight various African creatives, artists, and it's my honor every week to have an amazing creative and individual sitting here with me on VIP Access. Today, I'm speaking to one of the most brilliant minds when it comes to Kenya's music industry. He is set to take over Kenya's industry and who knows what else he's going to do in 2023. I mean, he started off with a really big hit, Kuna Kuna. You know that song, you're dancing to it every day, but there's much more to him behind the success, behind all the hit songs that he's orchestrating every day. Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll. Request is here. Yes, yes, yes. Sasa. interviews. No, I'm with a new I'm not with anyone normal. No, Nico, you're normal. No, I'm no. the one who's with someone who's not normal because the way you're doing those beats, man, it's a genius kind of thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Awesome. Nice to see you. Nice to sit here with you. Pleasure. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to have the biggest song um, in Kenya and still raking the numbers? <laughs> Feels like about time. Ah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm grateful. Um, I'm so grateful for for like everything that's happened with the song. I didn't expect it to be like that, but I'm so grateful for everything. Okay. Yeah. Did you see the chief um the chief man dancing to your song? Yeah. <laughs> I even met him. Ah, really? Yeah. yeah, I even met him. Um I think my label flew him from Kisumu uh, to to come to like an interview and meet me and all that. Oh, so nice. he's a really good guy. Oh my god, it's yeah. so much fun. Yeah, very fun, very fun. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. It's so nice when you see your music touch people, yeah. you know, who you would never have thought you would touch. Like when you look at him, he looks like a serious guy. Then I had his chief. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and these are kind of people I, I never thought they would listen to anything I'm doing. Yeah. And then you wake up one day in the morning and then someone who's a chief is yeah. dancing to you. So right? It's like the most unlikely yeah, the most unexpected individual Kabisa. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. So I wanted to 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 get back to the roots of who you are, yeah. the producer you are today, the artist you are today. There's a journey yeah. you must have taken. Um, where did this interest start? You know, because most people will know you from this hit song. Yeah. But you know you've been working very hard and putting in the work yeah. behind the scenes for a yeah. very long time. Yeah. What's that journey like? I would say my my everybody usually has this cliche story of uh, I started in the choir or I started in this. I have the same cliche story because I was in the school choir when it, back when I was in primary school. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I didn't know I had like that key interest. Because I was just uh, let me go out for funkies, mm. let me join this thing and go. So as I as I um, continued on exploring music and all that and finding tastes, different tastes in music, that's when I came to know, like, okay, I actually love music. I actually want to do this thing uh, for real. Yeah. And, and, and like, um, that was still in high school? Um, so, like, in high school, my brother, mm-hmm. there was this one time I came back from school. I was in boarding school. 
so I, I come home and then I found my brother had this software called FL Studio. He didn't like it. Um, he messed around with it. He didn't find it um, good because he's more into programming and software mm-hmm. development. So me, I just picked it up. No YouTube, no nothing. I started messing around with it. I would say, I think my from form two to form four, I didn't even go and get material to know how to produce. Yeah. It was trial and error. It was just me trying, okay, this works, this doesn't work. Mm. So from that, that's how I picked up my habit of producing. So I started on as a producer, if I would say professionally, yeah. You are not just a producer because yeah. you're a songwriter, you're yeah. a singer, yeah. uh, you're a performer. Yeah. Um, in terms of singing and all that, like, yeah. Or rather, in terms of singing and producing, where did you see yourself most comfortable? Initially, because um, again, my brother um, introduced me to rap music, and then I I was a fan. Everybody was a fan of Lil Wayne um, in the 2010s. Yes, yes. And then there's this one time I I, I heard a song by Kanye West mm-hmm. um, called "Can't Tell Me Nothing," mm. and I have an inflated ego. So that's <laughs> all. <laughs> yeah, I'm shy, but I have a very, I am aware of it. I have a very inflated ego because I know I'm good at what I do. So when I had that song, and that song is so egocentric, mm. eh, it really hyped me up. I listened, I remember listening to that song over and over again. And then I started trying to write raps like he does because mm. I remember I was so obsessed with how he works. Mm. Um, he's a producer and artist. Um, I started writing small raps. Of course, they had so many curse words in them. Um, writing raps here and there, showing them to my brother, showing them to my schoolmates. There are other, of course, there are other rappers in school, so we'd get together and start writing. So I started knowing how to write from mm-hmm. from that year. And so it was. I think my beginnings in production and artistry, uh, being an artist, started from high school at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because I would write raps that I would make beats to. Mm. Yeah, so I would sneak into the computer lab. Because I, I was actually the best student in computer in the whole school. So I was given the key to the computer lab. So when guys would go, <laughs> guys would go to like uh, sleep, I would go back up, go, get into the computer lab. I'm not reading, of course. And I'm playing FIFA or, <laughs> <laughs> or I'm making a beat. So... Yeah, but I would make beats more and then play them to my friends. And yeah, that, that's how the, the process um, nice, graduated. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. And then the transition between high school and Kakamega yeah. um, to Nairobi. Yeah. When did that happen? When you dropped, um, landed in Nairobi, you yeah. know, where do you start in this big bad city? How do you get discovered? How do you get an opportunity? Oh, it was such a crazy journey. Um. I was supposed to go to KU, do law parallel, but um, I hadn't like issue family issues here and there, mm. so I couldn't. Okay. So I ended up um, doing like um, work at an IT firm, doing data analysis and all that. Hey, so it's you're such a nerd. It's, it's such a big word for a small job. You are such a nerd. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but to be honest, I'm a nerd in a way. You are. Yeah. So um, doing that, uh, that's how I started um, meeting up with other guys mm. that do music. And then I met a friend called Bruno. 
he had a studio mm-hmm. in I think Nairobi West here so I would go every weekend I would make sure I go there and just sit and not even do anything just sit and because I had never been into a professional studio so I was just I would just sit there and look at everything that's going on so I would watch them produce do everything and then go back home until when they finally gave me a chance to at least mess around with the machines, mm-hmm. know what to do here and there. Yeah, so that's how I would say in Nairobi, I came to like start off in music. It was through my friend called Bruno. Okay, yeah. so you were watching them, but then yeah. actually learning what they were doing and kind yeah. of mastering it. So yeah. when they gave you a chance, you yeah could actually put things together. Yeah. Oh, and before I forget, sorry, before I even came to Nairobi, mm-hmm. back at home, um, in Western, there was this pastor. He had his own studio. Small, I wouldn't call it a studio actually. It was just a microphone and a computer. <laughs> yeah, but in the shacks, that's a, that, yeah, that's the studio. That is big. That is yeah. big. So, um, he would, I would record his uh, uh, gospel songs and then in turn he would let me like um, do my own stuff there. Mm. So I, I recorded some songs that I wouldn't want anyone <laughs> to hear that I made. So um, I would say, yeah, actually that was uh, props to him. Mm-hmm. That was my first time um, being in a studio. But being in a professional studio with everything that I know right now, mm-hmm. it was my friend Bruno. Nice, yeah. nice, nice. And, um, you know, what, what would you say was the moment yeah. that you first witnessed success? You know, when you first produced that song or had a collaboration with that artist and felt like, wow, like, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I, w- I won't say it's, let me, to be honest to myself, um, the first song that I actually thought was a success mm-hmm. for me, it's not even commercial song, nobody even knows it. Mm-hmm. That was when I discovered my style, uh, blending, uh, I would say rap singing, like I could brand, uh, blend rap uh, lyrics to and then put some harmonies into mm-hmm. it the way like say The Weeknd does yes yes yeah and I even think Boy does the same thing too so uh, there's there's this friend of mine also he had a studio mm-hmm. um, I stayed with him for a couple of days in Chuja he's called Zalo that's if you ask if you wake me up in the morning ask me who's your best friend I would say Zalo because there's so much he did for me um, at my lowest moment. So we recorded with him a song called uh, Kiuno. That's when I knew I could actually sing. That's when I knew how to control my voice to actually sing and actually write melodies. So I would say that's my first... Breakthrough. Yeah, for me. First for me success personally. Story. Yeah, success story. But if you're going to talk about commercial, there's a song I did for Brida. It's called... Uh, called Kitu Ni Nono. Actually, that song broke broke so many talents in the game. Brutros mm. was on that song. Saru was on that song. Brida was on that song. There's a guy called Denzel Kong is on that song. There's another one called uh, Master Vicky or something. Mm. He's on that song. So Saru, Brida, and Brutros, Mandy too. Mm. Mandy's on that song. So at that time, they weren't as big as they are right now. Mm. So I would say that song kind of put them out there like yeah, that. It's a trap song. It's a really great song. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And um, 
what's your kind of state of mind when you're in the studio? Like, because most of the songs you're producing, yeah. you know, include so many artists, which means yeah. as a producer, as the main orchestrator, you need to know who's coming in where. It, you don't want it to be too long. Yeah. You want it to be interesting enough <laughs> that when I hear the third verse, I'm still hooked. Yeah, yeah. How do you master that genius of creating a, a, a dope track? It comes off um, from having a good ear for music um, and having like years of of fine tuning your ear and knowing like this works, this doesn't work. Mm-hmm. When I'm coming, when I'm looking for a collaboration, I could I not necessarily go for the name. Mm-hmm. I go for how they will sound on the on the song, and I think that that um ear for uh, for knowing who will sit well on this song came from the one person that I said inspired me a lot, Kanye West. Because he he collaborates with a lot of people mm-hmm. a lot, and you will find most of his songs, most of the time, it's a perfect. Like you, this person was put here perfectly. Yeah. You get. Um, if it's a song, there's this song called "All of the Lights." He has like I don't know, twenty people on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it even had a remix. Yeah, <laughs> like it has layers upon layers of vocals, and even Draco's in that song. You wouldn't even notice. It's yeah. such a blend. It's such a so. I spent most most of my time, and this is where most producers get it wrong. I spent most of my time learning, not even producing. Actually, mm-hmm. just I knew Kanye is my inspiration, so let me learn about him. Let me know what he does. Let me read how he. Let is me break like, down his yeah. tracks completely. Yes, in the studio, how he works, and so when it came to actually making my own music, mm-hmm. that's how I am. And even when I'm working with for other people's projects. I'm usually very strict on who they are going to bring on the project. I usually put out my suggestions and be like, this will sound good with this person. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. Hey, hey, hey. It's in the mind of a genius. <laughs> so when it comes to the artists you've worked with, there are yeah. many, there are many, you know. Um, oh, my God, the list is endless. There's Savara, there's yeah. uh, Boondocks Gang. Brandy, right? Brandy. Yeah. Um, Exit band, yeah. Boozy Gang. Furthermore, yeah. like, who is the artist who you feel like surprised you when you know you entered the studio and gave them like direction or said, "Let's create this"? Because sometimes it happens that an artist is coming into the studio with this idea, yeah. and the producer is like, "No, I want you to go this direction." Yeah. Then at the end. You look at the track, you're like, okay, we actually did well together. Who would you say? That's a very good question, Cohen. Brandy, Maina. Okay. There is this track. That it's, I think it's her biggest solo track, if I'm not wrong. No, it's not a solo because she did with a friend. But this is a track called Dark Skin. Ah, we did. Um, yes. Initially, she came uh, with a track already recorded. I was just supposed to do add uh, layers to it, like was just supposed to add some few vocals to it. Mm. I didn't like how it was sounding, but I liked the idea, I liked the chorus. Mm-hmm. So at midnight, it was something like 1, 1, 1 a.m., I just pressed delete <laughs> out of nowhere. Like I just told her, no, we are going to do this again. So I deleted everything, the whole project. The only thing I kept from the initial session was a bass line that it's hardly hard. We did the song again, and by 3 a.m., I remember, we were up dancing to the song. 
And by that, when we released it, it became such a huge song for her. It's an audio, but it's done crazy numbers. She's not even shot the video. Mm. Yeah. Countless challenges. Did it sound very different from the previous one? Yeah. 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 It had the Victor touch to it. Nice. Yeah. So I, it was more chill. They didn't have that edginess. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just switched it up to a dancehall um, track right. that, yeah, that just makes someone embrace their, their skin and just feel confident about themselves. Yeah. And she so, trusted you with the entire process. Yeah. She did. She did. Nice. Yeah. Um, I usually make artists that I'm working with trust me because I should, we do something and then they're like, okay, yeah, you're actually right. It sounds good. Yeah. You're quite calm. I'm really, when I'm in, when I'm in the studio, I'm really um, upbeat. I yeah. talk a lot. Uh, I see, You're giving off the energy. Yeah, You're like, I curse a lot in the yeah? studio. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I the, 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 the ye in you comes yeah, out. Comes out. The yeah. studio. In in front of people, Atakama joining you and um, we are all here. I'll be really quiet. I won't talk a lot. Okay. Yeah. So would you say you have completely different personalities, like in the studio and outside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very, very totally. Like night and day. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I have to come and see you in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do. <laughs> and our fun fact: I don't drink or smoke anything. Mm-hmm. But I get high on sodas, on sugar <laughs> So me, I just come to the studio. I get a front of passion, and I'm gone. I'll talk. I will talk. It I will be. Gives you a high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will just. What? I'll just be upbeat. I'll be all over the place. I'll be working. Yeah. Not even Red Bull, Fanta. Now nah, Red Bull takes me to other places. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Sugar Rush does it for me. Okay, yeah. good to know, good yeah. to know. So you're currently still signed to Black Market Records. Yeah. Um, how has the relationship been with them, you know, during the signing? You know, what came out of the signing? You know, what have they done for you that you thought, yeah. this is actually good support? Um. First, I wouldn't be able to meet people like Furthermore, Joffes, Buzigang, Boondocks, all this, even Brandy, from, to be honest, mm. if it wasn't for them. Because I remember Joffes is the one who had my demos, sent it to the CEO. The CEO liked it. I didn't have any numbers, nothing. He just liked them. And then I was signed. It took me some time now learning how the professional world works. Mm. Yeah, the mainstream, so to speak. Um and then there's Cash Kid. I don't yes. know if you know him. Yeah. Cash Kid does, was really instrumental. Like he just took me under his wing. He even taught me videography. We did so many projects with him. Up to a point where I started now doing my own uh, productions for big names in the label. Mm. Yeah. So I would say it's really been instrumental in enabling me reach to the point I have. Yeah, without their support, I wouldn't. I would, it would have taken a long time. I know I would have gotten here, but it would have just taken a longer. Yeah, route. probably. Yeah. yeah. So tell me about the coming together of Kuna Kuna. You know, yeah. picking the different superstars that you decided. I'm gonna put out my song. Yeah. This and this is the person I want in, and yeah. who comes first? Because somebody like Savara, yeah. um, people would expect like he would be the first person yeah. Yeah. on the record since. He's more um, accomplished, you yeah. know. He's been in the game longer than most of these people. Yeah. But as as the producer of the song, you decided, yeah. I think Akovas <laughs> three. Yeah. Uh, and was was he okay with that? <laughs> yeah. 
Say the truth. <laughs> Savannah is one of the most amazing people. I mean, if I had this success, Minge Kwa. The ego would have gone yeah, on Yeah, but the guy is so humble. Humble. Yeah, really humble. He treats me like he treats me like a genius, and I see him as a genius. Of course. Yeah, the way two geniuses like real, recognized nah, real. Oh God, he's he's more he's more he's more than me. If I would say, I I didn't expect him. Actually, when I sent him the the first demo, um, because mm-hmm. that I'm used to that with big artists. He didn't. The guy was like, oh, I release this thing right now. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> so um, kuna kuna. Kunokuna, first of all, started with um, the idea. It's it's funny. I was, uh, um, I'll just repeat it again because I like it. Um, I hugged this chick. She had a small waist. Uh, I liked it. She's my friend. Mm. <laughs> she should probably watch this. <laughs> so in my mind, I, I actually told her. In my mind, um, I said I would write a song about her waist. I didn't know the words. I didn't know anything. I just knew I was going to create a song about her waist. Mm. Because I had so many songs that I was still juggling in my mind about which one was going to be my first single, mm. uh, my first song, sorry. So, like, uh, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, I think two weeks later, I was in the studio alone. I was just vibing, um, no beats, just listening to random stuff on the internet and vibing. And then the words just came to me from nowhere, the the chorus. Mm-hmm. My hands, you waist, the whole thing just came to my mind like that. So um, I even I'll even play you the the recording on my phone when I was recording it. Uh, I just mumbled it. I think the only part I didn't have, I think the my hands, your waist, my heart away. I had that. Mm-hmm. Your lips, my lips. That's that's the only part I mumbled. I I I found the words later. Mm-hmm. So I recorded that on my phone. Then um, I decided it should be something like a chorus chorus mm. where people who are not singing perfectly it's like you ever been to a club and there's a popular <laughs> song yes. and everybody's yes yes it's yes. like a disorganized, yes. organized choir uh-huh yeah, that was it. a vision yeah, that was to come out that way yes not yes. like so perfect uh-uh. but it's just like since we wanted to naimba yeah actually when we were going to so the follow i think two days later when i broke to exit band to record the, mm. the chorus they came with a perfect uh singing I told them no. I didn't. I didn't want it. They wanted to do the perfect. Eh, no. I told them go in there, sing it like you're drunk, like you're just a crowd. Yeah. And then they did that, and it sounded good. So after that, actually, we only recorded it on on a guitar. Mm-hmm. Like we played the guitar, recorded. There were no drums, no nothing. So after that, I was listening to Ruga, mm-hmm. girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That song called Girlfriend. I had an intuition to have ragaton drums mm-hmm. like he did so that's when the drums the drums came in and then um i put the chords and then i sent it to brandy brandy liked it she came hey, she mad and covered <laughs> i have she a reaction video it. i have a reaction video to after she had finished recording i told her you've written the verse of the year I swear she was like nah you're joking nini hey. i told her you will see you'll tell me Tamu. Yeah, with this song, I was sort of a prophet. Every step, I you saw, I saw, I saw, it, I saw, you saw it how you wanted it. I told her you've written verse of the year. She did. She, yeah, actually, in that session we were with Charisma. You know Charisma. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And um, 
we we were having but charisma is not in the song no no, no he, yeah he there's another song okay. i did for him yeah it's called soft life mm-hmm. it's out uh, i think it's it's on dsps so he was there and then uh brandy was also i was doing another song for her mm. and then that's the same day she recorded a verse she wrote it in just a few minutes out of yes. able to she went she went out came back she had a verse put it in one take i think it was perfect and then after that um i sent it to father mo and then i sent it to savara savara was the last one to record but i didn't know how to arrange mm-hmm. them until when i had everything so i decided let me put this rap up father mo in between two vocalists yeah nice yeah so very nice the arrangement i think i settled on the arrangement at the last minute yeah very nice congratulations whoa and after kuna kuna you do have another song with savara and yeah. um bensol bensol yeah and that is called cool me down cool me down cool me down is already out is i think it was out since december yeah i i put it on dsps and kept quiet about it mm-hmm. but then uh, some people discovered it in yeah i actually had it on boom play yeah yeah so it's it's also doing well okay really really well um we are supposed to do the video and drop it i think it's only on dsps on spotify apple yeah boom play yeah okay yeah so what's next for for you you know after your contract with black market um um ends this year do you want to yeah. sign again to them or what's the direction you want to take for your career this year especially because yeah. you started on a very high note you, it yeah. ended on a high note and yeah. i believe the success of kunakuna and um cool me down yeah. um you know it keeps growing like there's yeah. a trajectory we we keep seeing yeah. like the growth the numbers yeah. i guess more people are discovering you in other countries you must be yeah. receiving a lot of messages so many yeah yeah <laughs> especially other countries I, i didn't see i thought kuna kuna would do like half a million at most i think think it would go to yeah now you're is. 10 million 11 11 million yeah i think <laughs> i think in two days it would be 12 nice in edaraka ivo yeah it's i don't know these are numbers i never dreamt of like as my friend. Well, who are the people hitting you up from different countries? Like which countries? Wanna say man? There's a guy from Romania. Yeah. He had a song back uh, I think five years ago or something that was like 200 million views. He he hit me up. He's like I like your songs. Um the people from Lat- Latin America the people from they're feeling that yeah that dragaton yeah, vibe. Yeah 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 so it's it's crazy. Nice. It's crazy. It's it's totally crazy, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, so what's the plan? Um me the day I'll win a Grammy like Savara. That will be yeah, that will yeah. be the day you'll be like to yeah, cuz I'm a workaholic. So you're working hard to get that type yeah. of recognition. Yeah, yeah, I hardly take. Fantastic. Any breaks or anything. Fantastic. I just want that, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So could you please give five tips? Yeah to becoming a dope producer yeah. five tips find your sound and trust it know the difference between a producer and a beat maker continuously evolve your sound and listen to new sounds that are coming and fuse them into whatever you're doing three work hard work really really hard and four do not compromise your art for anything not for anyone who's big or small or anything always stay true to your art yeah i'd say that 
cool. Yeah. Awesome. I feel like some of those lessons actually um, transcending just being a producer, mm-hmm. but being a creative or just yeah. being someone who wants to do something, like yeah. always be true to your art, especially the creatives. Yeah. Um, it's been really great, you know, meeting you, talking you. to you. And actually, I remember Savar gave me your number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. I, I messaged you and you, you responded immediately. And since then yeah, I didn't think it was you I was like this, this is car was it was so funny because it was at night like yeah. at 10 p.m yeah, I was, was like hi request I really like your song and some other artists who love your song are saying Nikusalimie and then yeah. you're like can we talk on phone yeah I was <laughs> just like Niwewe yeah because I know Niko like everybody knows Niko oh thank and you I didn't believe it was you until Niko Actually, it's really funny because Johnny, when you followed me on IG, oh yeah, that's when I was like, it was okay. around that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, ah, it's hard, it's hard, it has to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, can we talk? And then my baby was crying, so, so yeah. I, you, you, I didn't call you, yeah. So I think you were like, I'm a CIA. yeah. Why are they, was she hitting me up <laughs> up and up for me, Yeah, but then thank you for, for you know for showing up for picking up. So for coming to the studio, for coming to VIP Access. Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing your star continue shining. Thank you. I wait to hear more records from VQuest and yeah. you know all the artists who will be producing or signing. Yeah. I think you are really set for a bright future. Thank you. And it's such an honor to speak to you at this early stage of your career. Thank I you. hope when you're you know, with a Grammy. Asante sana. So maybe it kimalizia too. If you want to tell your fans any message, Rajokuwa thank uh, the Kunakuna gang, gang gangs. Um, thank you to everybody who's been streaming, watching the video, supporting me. Um, I'll continue dropping more good songs and good vibes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. That's why we're wrapping up VIP Access this week with this brilliant songwriter, producer, creative. And I promised you every week there's going to be an amazing person that I'm sitting here with who's going to inspire you and push you out of your comfort zone. So, VQuest. Yeah. Shukran, Sana, uh, for inflating my ego even. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, for real, uh, thank you so much for the support, for listening to my songs and actually loving them. Um, I hope I even give you more better ones in the future. Yeah. Asante, Asante. Yeah. Thank you so much. VIP access with Aniko.